I'm Chris Jeppa. Uh, and I'm Katie Norgren. And with us this week, I'm going to introduce your mom. <laughs> it's Joanna Jeppa. <laughs> your mom's here. <laughs> oh no, my mom's here. Hi, mom. Hi there. <laughs> so we are broadcasting live from my birthday party, which we are going to start making an Chris annual... Chris had to birthday. invite her mom to her birthday party. <laughs> hey. Oh, I, I jumped at the opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> to be with such a cool dude as Chris Jeppa. Yeah, well, yeah. I like my mom a lot, so she's allowed to come to my birthday party. I just had to make fun of you a little. Yeah, well. Because your mom's at your birthday party, we <laughs> love her. <laughs> Joanna, welcome to the show. Thank you. You're welcome. We uh, <laughs> we wanted to make this an annual tradition of uh, doing a little check-in with folks at my birthday party. Um reflecting on the past year. We've mm-hmm. been doing a lot of that on the podcast lately anyway, but just wanting to get a couple of different perspectives maybe from just the two of us. Yeah, um, ours are not good. And if you have any kind of uh, hopes for next year or not necessarily New Year's resolutions, but maybe just something that you're looking forward to, something out, out on the radar. So I know that this year has been quite a change for you. Do you want to let us know a little bit about that? It has been a change. <laughs> I retired from my job where I was there for 26 years. That's a long time. Yeah. And the 1st of July, so it's been about five months now. On oh, Canada Day. Yes. It was your Freedom Day. That was it. Independence and Day. <laughs> That's the word everyone, I was going for. Everyone encouraged me to take a trip immediately. I'd hope to be in Ottawa on Canada Day for all the celebrations of the 150th anniversary. I didn't quite get it together, but I got out there two weeks later. <laughs> and really um, had a great time visiting friends, uh, first in Quebec and then to Ottawa. And uh, really, really great and came home feeling renewed. You spent a couple of months traveling, didn't you? Or was it just the one month? Just the one yeah, month. Yeah, but that's still a nice it's long a vacation long when you're... Yes. Yes. And, and did you see the Rideau Canal? <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, did. did. A friend of mine's brother lives by there, and he invited us out for dinner. He's just come to the coast oh, that's uh, cool. today, so we'll reciprocate. Oh, fantastic. Does he know Le Bonhomme? <laughs> I'm so scared of Le Bonhomme. Do you remember him? From Quebec? Yeah. Yes. The good yes. man, I guess. It's the terrifying snowman that uh, that haunts us all yes. in Canadian schools. <laughs> I was so surprised how my friend in Gatineau, um, Quebec, mm-hmm. we went over yes. a bridge and we're in, we were in Ottawa. Yeah. So that was very close. And we were teaching my French-Canadian friend English and... It was pretty neat because when we returned from Ottawa back to Gatineau, people at Tim Hortons, one lady asked, could he please speak French? So he had completely taken on English. That was very validating for him. <laughs> oh, cool. And now they he's, tell. he's taking courses at the college and we're Skyping once a month. So oh my goodness. This, this was a friend that I met when, oh, in 1972 on an exchange trip. His wife, Joanne, was my exchange student friend, and we've been friends ever since. That's fantastic. And it's been really fun. Yeah. 
It's, I think I've told this story on the maybe on the podcast before, but when I was 17 also I went over and visited that yes. friend in northern Quebec yes. and had to speak French the whole time. Like, it was immersive. Nobody spoke English except for her friend Joanne and her two sons, and they were instructed to not speak English to me. Was that incredibly alienating? Or No, it's I had to learn. I, I could understand enough French to get by, but I had to speak it as well. To like, okay. And it was immersive, and so I, my French improved a lot. Right. But it was like, she made me like do reports to the family at the end of the day where it's like, okay, Christina, what did we do today? Okay, today we went to the zoo, and we saw a turkey, and we saw... <laughs> she, in fact, became an interpreter, okay. and now does private interpret or coaching for people so I can see where she probably mm -hmm. was getting report. quite focused on the I reports. saw a turkey I <laughs> went here well, I that was this. that was my first uh real sort of exposure to separatist Quebec okay because up in northern Quebec like so uh they were all very anti-monarchy and so there was a moment where uh this person was just like oh look over there uh La Dand you know, the turkey, and he holds up a $20 bill and points to the picture of the queen and goes, La Dan! <laughs> the queen is a turkey. She's a gobble-gobble. Yeah. She gobbled up everything. And I, like, I didn't get it, and then he was like, oh, because we hate the queen. I was like, oh, okay! Well, I was 17 when I was up in the same spot in northern mm -hmm. Quebec. Chicoutimi? Yes. And um, they teased me. And oh. they would ask me questions, and they'd get me to say words, and there oh were two God. brothers. That's so beautiful. And we had lots of fun. We met them again this, this past summer. But I remember um, them offering me food, and I was, in my mind, saying, no, thank you, I'm full. I, so I said, no, merci, je suis plein. And apparently that was, I am pregnant. I am pregnant. <laughs> so they, they just kept that going for the longest time before I figured it out. <laughs> How is your French? Do you speak it quite competently? or? Once I'm immersed, it comes back. Okay, cool. And I try to keep it up, but it's hard. It's hard. I find French very difficult. Yes. Uh, but the Skyping is fun. We try to have equal time to speak French. And yeah. That's it's, awesome. Language was, exchange. It's very encouraging. You are, you are definitely somebody who, um, who is putting in the work to do improvement things in your life. Like, you are always trying to get a little bit better at stuff, I've noticed. Like, you're always, you're always cooking up some scheme. <laughs> well, the, the biggest thing, and it's been going on for five years, was being involved with Toastmasters, as you know. Yeah. And I started that because I wanted to be able to speak clearly and have a message. Well... Now, what's happened is I'm learning more about listening. Oh, that and doesn't sound as good. I know, it didn't, because <laughs> I hard. love talking. <laughs> Can't relate. Yes, but I can. the point is, you do speak while you're listening, but you have to put all your mind to what the other person's message is, and you're just clarifying and honing in and actually supporting the person to really tell you what, the messages mm -hmm. but we learn these things I'm sure you have too about listening to what they're saying and how the feelings are behind it mm -hmm. but how great is that this was a skill a skill that I definitely honed a lot while I was working in the downtown east side mm -hmm. where you would do that active listening with people and then I'd eventually got to the point where I was so sort of stressed out and burned out that I lost I just couldn't listen anymore I'm tired mm -hmm. I'm cut it and so I was really like boundaryful and like didn't really get into those good conversations and I haven't really been practicing that skill, and I feel like I've lost it a bit, and that's something that I've noticed on our podcast where I'm 
I'm not as engaging with the guests anymore. I'm not really, like, listening and, like, being fascinated by them as much as I would like to be. Sure. So that's one of my resolutions for 2018 is to get back into being more fascinated by people instead of, instead of just, because I've been pretty self-focused just trying to keep my head above water in a mire of stress. Oh, yeah. But trying to, to branch that out. So the listening, one of my tricks, like, um, when I would listen to folks, I would write things down. Mm-hmm. And so then I knew that I wouldn't forget. So then they could go on as long as they wanted. I didn't have to interrupt because I'd lose that thought. Mm-hmm. So having a notebook, but that's like, you can't do that in like conversation with people. Just like have a notebook out and furiously scribbling notes. But I suppose you could. You could. But you'd have to lead with that and be like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Because yeah. otherwise they'd be like, what, what are you doing? What are you taking because, notes? Yes. What am I, they would be so uncomfortable. They'd be like, what uh-huh, are you writing uh-huh, down uh-huh, about uh-huh, me? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like a therapist. <laughs> That's a whole scene. At in, my age oh, now, I can say I'm doing this for my memory. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to lose my track. But I, I believe um, the focus on mindfulness. I see that you're reading about that as well. I have a mindfulness coloring book yes. right here. It, it, the first step was just to be ready to listen mm-hmm. in our busy lives. That's that's hard. But I also recognize, Christina, that you don't have to do that active listening all the time. This is when you want to really understand someone's yeah. point of view. And the, the other principle from conflict resolution is to really seek to understand. And that's kind of gets exciting, you mm-hmm. know, like, do I get it? And then the third piece would be to give back what you understood confirmation of what you heard yes that's how the reflecting wonderful back. that is and so validating to have that somebody yeah, do it for you it's so artistic and i i believe that that might be my new year like you just mm-hmm. focus a little more because it's kind of astounding when you realize how you don't do those things and we were talking to the little boy just re- earlier. He left. Uh, was little, he 16 months? a months? cute little yeah. baby cute boy little here. Boy. Little toddler boy. But the idea that they're expressing themselves too. Love that kid. So sweet. This is so, it's like a little big good. I just want to slather oh. him in butter, take a bite. He's so sweet. <laughs> he Such was. a cute little boy. I just asked him to hug him both times and he just like, yep. Just yeah. threw open his arms and was like, yep, let's do this. I loved it. Yeah, he's a really sweet kid. But wasn't it amazing that the parents taught him sign language when he was six months old? Yes. Yeah. So when I babysat both of those kids, the younger one, I remember we had one of our first babysitting times and we were going to have dinner together. Mm-hmm. So got her in the high chair, everything. We just, we talked about how broccoli is great for like half an hour. Aww. She was super into broccoli that day. How old was she? I think at this time she was about two. So this was, she could talk at this time. So my story is actually irrelevant to what we were talking about. No, no. I just remembered that. Because <laughs> he wasn't alive yet. But. No, but I just remember that she was really into broccoli. We had a great time. But I remember from having dinner with her and her parents that she would do like the sign language for like, oh, I like some more, please. Or I'm all done. I'm all finished. And so then the parents know and there's not like a huge screaming tantrum about yeah. that. And so we were thinking like, how cool is that that kids might be able to express themselves before they're that verbal mm-hmm. um, and maybe avoid. And so the parent, you know, the dad was just like, they're still tantrums. Though. <laughs> like, just gonna... it doesn't fix the problem. Yeah, but it's definitely a helpful thing. It is a tool. It is not a panacea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boy, when you see what they have to deal with at that age, 
it's so hard to be a child. Like that, and that's I think that goes back to what you said about like really truly understanding someone when you listen to them is to like, what's your context, little one? Like, what is your situation? Oh, you missed a nap today. There was chaos going on at home. He is, but he was still such a sweet little kid. But he was quieter than maybe he would normally be. And there's just so many factors to think about. You know, yeah. children are people apparently. They are. Go figure. Like, from right away, turns out. Yeah, it turns out they're not just, like, little flesh blobs you have to not kill. Like, they're actually people <laughs> developing the whole time. It's wild. It's wild. It's yeah. hard, I think, not to put all your expectations that they'll be a certain way. You just have to really watch and see where their interests are. And we're all different. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm really getting through practicing this listening is... Sometimes I don't feel really listened to. <laughs> but then that sort of pushes me to say, okay, well, have I actually said it and put feelings? Hmm. Like, how engaging was I? So uh, it's kind of a two-way thing. Yeah. The more you listen, the more you realize, those are what I want to hear. Okay, am I delivering that? Hmm. Yeah. I've, I've been having some really interesting... Uh, professional related things uh, around understanding mm -hmm. um, and this is like with you know people that will come into our office off the street um, where it's like okay I've said one thing and then they've heard it a totally different way and you just you can never like you can't control how people interpret what you say and it's really I've been very frustrated and it's all you know mercury retrograde <laughs> like retrograde which is a big communication. Yeah, ways. it's a communication breakdown time, and so like it was, I definitely had like a terrible week about communication stuff. Um, yeah. But just really seeing like in real time somebody totally misinterpreting what I'm saying, and then when I try to go back and clarify, like just so you know, they're like, I got it, I got it, I got it, and you don't want to tell somebody repeat back to me what mm -hmm. I said or did you write this down you or whatever. Have to, though, don't but you, you? kind of have to for quality assurance. For quality assurance purposes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is so apparent when people totally don't get what you're saying that you have to kind of ask, did you get what I said? Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> Without what, sounding like a really... What was your interpretation of what I just said? Yes. Yeah. I guess all this takes time. People don't yeah. seem to have a lot of time <laughs> these yeah. days. Is that or they don't true? want to make the time yeah. also. There's a lot of coaching that we do in, in my work around getting people to advocate for themselves. Mm -hmm. And when they come into my office, sometimes they think like, oh, well, this person's going to do it all for me. And you have to be like, it's really a lot better when you do it yourself. You have all the access to your personal information that I can't get. Mm -hmm. No one has to tell me anything. So, but they have to tell you because you're the client or whatever. Yeah. And so trying to coach folks to, to do that is really hard because they're like, well, I don't know. And then you tell them all the steps and then they're like, okay, fine. And you kind of have to really be like, okay, tell me what you're going to do next and go through. And it really, it can feel a little condescending to folks, but I've got a coworker who's very good. She can read it with certain folks that she's a combination. Her dad's a lawyer and her mom's a kindergarten teacher. So she's got the, like, the legal sort of like, okay, let's strategize about this, but with the approach of a kindergarten teacher to kind of be like, okay, I'm going to walk you through these steps. And with a lot of our clients, it makes a huge difference. And they come away being like, okay, I have my homework good, I've got a yes. strategy, this is great, and then they go forth, and then they come back to us, and they're like, that really helped, and I did it, and then they feel so much better, mm -hmm. rather than you doing it for them, yeah. kind of thing. But the the sort of, 
are you interpreting that correctly, or are you going to walk away from here being like, that stupid person didn't do anything for me, you know? So it's really hard to manage. Okay. It's really hard to manage other people's behavior. <laughs> it turns the, uh, the whole Mercury and retrograde, I talk, keep talking about it constantly, because it just what keeps happening it? to me. Like the, so I don't actually know. But yeah. The, uh, <laughs> basically, like, three times a year, um, Mercury's orbit around the sun basically looks like it's going backwards, or something like that. And during that time, a bunch of shit's supposed to happen to people. It's like an astrological thing, it's, it's, which is it's not, it's is not what real, it is, but, it's, but it's a bit of a shortcut to be like, everything's going to be really bad for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's just a nice way to sort of frame, like, we're all having communication breakdowns. It's not because we're stupid. It's not because the other people are stupid. It's because, like, there's just interference running right now or something like that. And that's always true. So it's nice to just sort of frame it as this is an eventuality. It just happens three times a year and we have to be patient through this experience. And yeah, so I don't even know if it's true, but it feels very true right now because it started on December 3rd and it goes till the 23rd. So it's been hard and like even we have miscommunicated a bunch and we're normally very good at that what stuff. What did we miscommunicate No, we've been fine. I was taken for the podcast. <laughs> I was like, oh no, what is No, no, we've been perfect. It turns out we're excellent to each other uh, most of the time. But I definitely had it happen in my relationship and like talking to my parents and um, you know, at work. Yeah. So. And it's a lot to do with communication, yeah. isn't it? And to be There's willing to be difference. humble in communication, I think, is very important. It's something that I have to balance, because, like I said, I'll roll over, mm-hmm. and I don't want to, but I also want to be like, yes, I make mistakes, mm-hmm. and you make mistakes, and we both make mistakes, and mm-hmm. I don't need to be right in this situation. I just don't want to be wrong, either. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, work is hard. What's it like being retired? Is it nice? Can is it good? I, I can't wait. <laughs> it is nice. Just stir the rice. Oh, you have to stir the rice. Katie's going to stir the rice and mom's going to talk into it. So I'm, I, as I said, it's been five months and I had a few things that I kept going from work um, just to complete the satisfaction of, of a few projects. And now I'm involved in writing a play. Oh my gosh. And it's going to be um, a year and a half. So there's plenty of time to make it as meaningful and dialogue and it's just involving a lot of people what is your role are you you're a co-writer like um well at this point i am supporting the director um in an apprentice like fashion oh nice and we've we've set aside time and we're having a good time schedule so that we you know we can see how we're progressing Right, lots of time for checking back in yes. and reevaluating yes. and figuring yes. that out. So it's pretty exciting. What's the, the play about, are you allowed to say, or is it still in the works? At this point, I'm learning how intense the creative process is, um, mm-hmm. but at the, and there will be lots of changes, but it will be um, musical fantasy. Are you gonna Are you gonna make it like musical theater? Yes, <gasps> Mom, a musical fantasy. You're gonna write a musical theater. Do you have a musician that you guys are working with, or? <laughs> well, <laughs> I have put forward your name. I have someone in mind. I don't know if I could write a whole libretto, but I mean, maybe. I don't know if I could possibly. But John A. McDonald, man. <laughs> Just rip off Hamilton. It's yeah, going to be really joke. great. Believe me, it's going to be really great. And I believe what's you. The, as what's as, the topic? As soon as I know, as soon as I know that okay. I can take it, we're okay. probably going to have our third meeting 
this Monday and I will see if it's time to uh, since you're showing such interest. I'm like I, I like the idea and I'm also like I'm so busy I can't yes. do anything yes. which is a bad scene but I could hook you up with a couple of very amazing librettists that I know. Mm -hmm. that I, I know everybody. <laughs> Chris knows literally everyone. It's kind of weird. I think, cool. I think Veda Hilly would probably get down into that. Oh, Veda Hilly would yeah. be all over that shit. Mm -hmm. She's cool as hell. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be a Sunshine Coast initiated um, play, musical theater, and I'm sure it'll go bigger than that. We'll come over to Vancouver. <laughs> it's going to tour. Yes. That's cool. So I, yes. I was I was reflecting the other day that I'm like pretty I really like your life right now and in oh. comparison to how mine's been feeling a little yeah. rocky that I'm like my mom's just writing a play and then she also has a pension from a really steady job. <laughs> Turns out that's like very great and something that my generation doesn't really have access to. Well you so. do. I do have a pension. <laughs> I have a pension too. We oh have no! a very unusual oh situation. No! I have a tiny pension. Yeah. But it's a pension. I don't know if I can actually like access any of it, but if I stay in public service, if then you don't yes, die, you can. Yeah. Oh. That's all you have to do is yeah. not die. But I Christina like knows. I don't have the flexibility to leave this job anymore if I want to keep the pension, which yeah. is kind of how they get you. That's how they they get your their shit hooks into you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so grateful. For the pension. I bet. And it is a hard thing to speak about with people. You know, I was there too when I was 50 thinking, oh, Freedom 55, please, please. But the years do go quickly. And, and if, you have, if you've invested in something and you're paying it off, it is so great to have mm -hmm. the full scope of your salary. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have some savings, which is helpful, mm -hmm. but I'd like to be able to survive on my pension yeah. and not tap into it. I did mm -hmm. just the other day um, for Christmas, but <laughs> I have a, an emergency fund if I suddenly have to go on a trip. Just, just suddenly. Yes. Emergency vacation. Yes, especially if Christina wants to go. <laughs> oh, I, love, I love the love you two have we, for each we, other. You have we, a wonderful relationship. Sort of thought, um, about Scotland and Norway and yes. Iceland. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's just a chilly little uh, roundabout. I yes. know, it's cold. We would have to do it in the summer. Yes. It would still be cold, but, but it would be good. I think um, I have good friends. I have a group that I meet with every second Friday. And retirement is, at this point, living and being comfortable with the unknown. Mm -hmm. I've given myself a year to see what comes up. Um, but, you know, I, I recognize if I could be deteriorating, like sleeping in, and, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 that's a temptation, but I really want to keep, I mean, that sounds like great. you said, um, I, love sleeping I know, like what you said, always trying to take things to the next level. Right. That's just me. Push it yes. to the yeah. Well, we're yeah. both, we're both Capricorns in that way too, where it's like, mm -hmm. you're like, Oh, I could give myself a whole year to relax while I scope out new opportunities. <laughs> And like, I remember you were saying that you're maybe going to go do a master's degree and I'm some kind of... I'm not going to do that, no? but okay. I loved what you said. Like when Christina heard how I wanted to go into communications, mm -hmm. she sort of, after listening, said, I think you really want to go into performing arts. <laughs> I said, I think you're right. Yeah. So I've explored a few things, but there's a cost involved and of course. time element. Mm -hmm. And there's so many practical ways to do it right away. Mm -hmm. so, so with your Toastmasters speaking group, that was something that you were mm -hmm. doing like in the morning before work, getting, yes, Wednesday you know, polishing up your public speaking, which yes. I always thought you were great at 
giving presentations as a nurse and facilitating workshops and whatever. So when you said, oh, I want to improve my public speaking, I thought, well, that's dumb. Like, you're already good at it. <laughs> but it turns out, like, now you're giving these, like, polished two-minute, like, good communications, like, people understand the whatever, and humorous speeches. And I came and saw a few, and they were very lovely. Um, but then... The humorous, well, they weren't that humorous, were they? The well, ones you saw? You're like magic dishcloth. <laughs> oh, that one. Oh, you came to that. Yes, that was uh, two years ago. And that's what set me off. Mm -hmm. It was so fun to do. And it was it was a bit of a fantasy. That was a tall tale category. So right, I remember the tall tale people discussion. People really encouraged me to think outside the box. And it was loads of fun. And the more you do it, the better you enjoy doing it. Mm -hmm. The audience can feel that. But they really didn't think it was a tall tale. I was talking about and a magic I'm pretty sure you have cloth. a magic cleaning cloth. They did. <laughs> I believe I, they they magic, came up to sure. me. They thought it was just a metaphor for something real? No, or no, no they no. thought it was a real cleaning cloth um, that was super... Is it, so is it microfiber? That's or? what they wanted. <laughs> is it melamine foam? What's <laughs> it those. made of? People had all these it's like ideas a magic eraser. And, and they bring me no, presents. No, it's a story. <laughs> it but the thing that I like about that is then from there, you went to hosting gigs. So yes. our past guest, Joe Dvorak, does Story Story Lie. Uh -huh. She brought that to the Sunshine Coast and Mum was her co-host yes. and co-facilitator for hooking that up. They did it at a brewery, which was very it, cute. Persephone? Persephone yes. Brewing. And Mum co-hosted, which I thought was really fun. So how did you like that experience of like hosting a oh, sort of a comedy lot. story show? Was it really packed in Well, there? It, it was. Full house. Great. And Christina was very supportive. Uh, that she was is very supportive. I did all the sound tech stuff, turns out. Yes. I needed to hook up the PA and this stuff. She's an incredibly so I supportive yes, I hadn't really experienced that on that level. Like, she came with a glass of water, and there were a few things that she just asked, and you were wonderful. I've run some shows before, yes. it turns out. <laughs> a thing or two, it turns out. So that was, um, that really was a Like, I guess experience. I'm figuring out the PA. <laughs> I'm doing gestures that will never be seen. <laughs> but Joe was great. She was directive. I needed to know what was expected of me and mm -hmm. what I enjoyed was finding a bit more about the speakers and she said warm the crowd. You do that well, right? And just get everybody comfortable and it was fun. Mm -hmm. And I had a second opportunity to host an open mic. Did I tell you oh, that? Yes. Christina? That's but so cool. Please tell, tell yeah, me I again. It. <laughs> it was a writer's um, open mic and so when I got there, no I asked ahead of time for all the writers and it was sim very similar just to warm the crowd and to give a little intro and the amount of diversity and creativity poetry it was very inspiring awesome so I'll do that not as host I was replacing someone that was on holiday but to actually participate so the Sunshine Coast things are happening that way nice. um, it's a great place to live and everyone's really fun and yeah it sounds like a really fantastic spot for you yeah, yeah. so That's retiring awesome. i had thought maybe travel but it's great to be there kind of you're traveling inside of that's right of gibson's discovering it from a different perspective yeah very much because before you know as a nurse you would go around and be in people's homes and yeah. but now you can just be yeah, yeah. now you and can you get to decide what that means oh yes which is very exciting it's cool really nice that feels like a lovely place to end. All Thank right. you, Mom, for you. chatting with us. We're hopefully going to be back with some other folks to talk about their 2017 year in review. And yeah. 
their goals for the future. Here's my prediction. They're going to say, it was shit, and they hope next year's better. (laughs) (laughs) That seems to be a common theme. Wasn't it last year that we were really... Everyone wanted 2016 to end, and now this one was even worse, turns out. It was pretty bad. Not as many famous people died, but it turned out a lot of famous people were monsters. So it's tough in a different way. Yeah. And that's that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll be back. We're back, and we're up in the studio now because the party's gotten too raucous to podcast. <laughs> too raucous for podcast. But who do we have here? Hello! It's our past guest, Aaron, from episode nine, I believe. Oh, geez, that was a long time and ago. And I believe so you were on my back. last birthday episode, too. I was. That- yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like this is very familiar. I've been yeah. through this before. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I've had many people <laughs> tell me that your episode is their favorite. Aww. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Because I was just like a little goth girl in the 90s. Teen goth. Teen goth squad. So good. goals. Squad goals. Oh, my God. Katie invented a not new hashtag, but Swaddling babies, swad goals. goals. And, and it, it actually out, exists. <laughs> if you think it, someone else mm. already did. On the internet especially. Yep. But yeah, I think Teen Goth Squad needs its own like very Cure style theme where it's mm-hmm. like, Teen Goth Squad. <laughs> yeah. Heavy makeup. Teen Goth Squad. Lots of reverb. No, no. Oh, yeah. guys. Speaking of babies, I have a baby. I have two babies. You have two pretty old babies. <laughs> Your babies are really old. <laughs> They're really old, and it's really hard. I have a 14-year-old baby. Yeah. Oh, God, why? How's that 14-year-old doing? It's interesting. The questions that we're asking today is, how is your 2017? So what is it like having like a real teenager Puberty. now? Puberty sucks. <laughs> Tell me about it. Oh, my God. I just, you know, I think that when I was 14 and I was... Things were different. Things were different, and like... <laughs> When I tried to talk to my mom about how I was feeling and, like, trying to, like, say, you know, is this is this normal? Should I be feeling this way? This is what's going on. She had no idea. What, like, she was so detached. Like, what? No, I'm a professional, and I, I'm a mom, and right. I'm working, and I don't understand you. You're weird, and, and life is weird. Get Whereas, used to it. Yeah, exactly. Like, just, like... <laughs> life's weird. Get used to it. Yeah. Life's weird. Get used to it. But, like, now, when I have a 14-year-old of my own, I'm like, oh, my God, all the 14-year-old memories come searching back so vividly. Like, I remember feeling this way, and I know exactly what you're going through. How do you relate to your kid now, then? Do you try to maintain an air of, like, detached momness, or do you, I, like, I get right in there? I gotta yeah, get, get right down in, in there. the shits with him. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's hard because he's a boy, so for me, I, I wasn't a 14-year-old boy, but I knew 14-year-old boys were awful. They're so gross. <laughs> they were the worst. Yours is, like, the best of the best. I think so. But that's, like, a pretty bad that's batch. A pre- the bar is pretty low. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So it's, uh, it's no, he, interesting. He's a good boy. Yeah. So it's just, it's a lot of like uh, reliving the trauma of junior high school mm-hmm. with my own progeny and <laughs> just trying to figure out, oh, how can I guide you in the right direction? He's fine, but it just, it brings back all those memories. Yeah. And the, the intensity of feelings. Oh. My God. I mean, I still feel that intensely as I always did, but now I have context and a frame of reference. Mm-hmm. You have... Yeah. So, but can you imagine feeling that and never having felt that before? Oh Those my things? God. My God. I invented how this feels. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can I just totally offside, but it just goes to I invented how this feels. It was something I was reading at work yesterday when I wasn't working. Uh, sorry, work. Um, I was... <laughs> 
watching and please leave it in. I think it will be funnier. Um, Chris moved as if I will edit this out for you. I'm like, no, I don't deserve your help. We we work for the same place. It's fine. It's cool. Uh, And they don't care because no one's listening. But um, any who's all. This is buried after 30 minutes of talking to my mom in a crowded room. Okay, I'm done. It's just like absolutely anything you say. There's no dirt on Katie on this episode. Yeah, no, um, I just completely blank. What was I talking about? Uh, Something that about uh, I invented this. Okay, so I invented this. I invented this. It was an Ask Reddit thread, which I don't like Reddit, but I like Ask Reddit because it's just people pose a question and thousands of people answer it. And then the best answers move up to the top. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of fun to just dick about when you don't really have a project that's immediately due or something like that. (laughs) So there was one that was, um, what is the worst thing you ever did as a kid before you knew better? And the second one was a kid who was like, I explained, I taught, I tried to teach my parents masturbation. Oh my (laughs) God. I I didn't just get caught humping a couch. I called my parents to the den and gave them a live demonstration of how to make my penis feel good. No thing that no one has ever like nobody. And I was like, and I offered to let my dad have a go. Wow, only only on Reddit. He was like, he's like, I only remembered this a little while ago, and because they've never brought it up again (laughs) for the best. That is that experience of like, oh, this for the first time, nobody else knows what this is. I need to tell everyone because this is fucking awesome, or this is fucking terrible, and terrible, and awesome. The feelings that you have at between ages like six and fifteen. They're, you're having those feelings for the first time. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced children under five have feelings other than happy, sad, or scared, <laughs> or hungry, or, or angry, or pooped, or pooped, yeah, or a they lot pooped of pooped. on themselves. Yeah, yeah that the, 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 right. the emotions of children are a lot simpler. They are much stronger, but and mm-hmm. then you get into adolescence or late childhood and adolescence, and it's just like, so oh no. I'm uh, sorry. You know, I remember on one of our earlier episodes that we had with you, Aaron, we were talking about kids and expressing their emotions and that your Mm -hmm. kid was already being like, I have a lot of feelings and I don't know what to do with them. Mm -hmm. What's that like now translated into being a teenager? Is that same emotional intelligence carrying on? I I think so. He's become become a little detached from his feelings. He Mm. knows how to compartmentalize, which I certainly did not know how to do. Like, we're very, very different emotionally Mm -hmm. as, as teenagers. He's, I think he when he feels that rush of emotion, he's able to just say, nope, here's a wall. I've built it. <laughs> Bye. And it's not going to, it's not going to affect me. But at the same time, you kind of need you have to, to deal let with that them happen. Too. Yeah. And so I talked to him a lot about what are some kind of outlets you can have. You know, when I was a teenager, I, I wrote a lot of really bad poetry. Oh, it was. Do you have any of it anymore? Can no. You find any of it? It's oh, no. Gone? It's go- no, it wasn't online because it was pre online. Okay. I'm, I'm much older than you guys. <laughs> so there was no online, thank God. But I was like, you got you to be able to express it. And, you know, he plays music, but he doesn't play music as an outlet. It's more of an academic exercise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and he doesn't want to write. And I'm just like, you have to find some kind of outlet to get this out, or else it's not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. So. Hopefully he finds that. I think he will eventually. It takes a while. It It took me forever to find. I mean, I like to write. I always did. But Mm. I, you know, just writing like angry poetry doesn't really make you feel less angry. Sometimes it makes you feel way angrier. Sure. Like you just like really like feeding and feeling the emotions. It's a really fun time. It legitimates what you're actually doing. And and you're like, oh, more of that. (sighs) Sometimes when I'm mad, I just try to get madder. (laughs) 
Do you ever do that? You're just yeah. like, what else can I be so pissed off yep. about? Yep. I've been doing that a lot That's this year. That's what Twitter's mm. for. 2017, everybody. Um, <laughs> Get mad. My, my outlet of like playing music has gone so to the back burner that I'm just like, is it even an outlet for me? It feels more like a stressor for me to oh. play music, which is a sad thing. Aww. So this night, I'm hoping, is going to be good. Yeah, We've got an amazing pianist downstairs. Mm-hmm. Pianist. We have a, we have a, we Such downstairs. a great pianist. We have a five <laughs> foot, ten inch pianist downstairs. <laughs> plus a mandolin player, plus uh, some guitar players. So. Could it be? Are and, you the mandolin player? And so player? I'm, I'm very excited to whip out my cello. So oh, she said it. it She's going to whip out the so cello. So we didn't actually say... so. You know, your kid's year has been... How has your year been? <laughs> <laughs> That's been maybe a forefront of your... It's It's been fine. I mean, I think last... Chickens? I got Well, I have, I've had chickens for two years okay. now, so it's, the year of the chicken is over. I think last year at this time... You the rooster was last year. <laughs> Here comes the rooster. <laughs> but, like, Sorry. literally the Chinese year of the rooster was last year. Gonna it's going to be the monkey this year. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, monkey's coming up. It's going to be playful, playful Yeah, fun. I like that. Oh, okay, that makes so. me feel better. Yeah. Yeah, come the monkey. monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I think last year. You know, he is throwing poo. We should do Alice in Chains for a jam. That'd be so fun. Absolutely. I'd be so I, into that. Can I just put forth that uh, one of the things I can do vocally is imitate almost any grunge singer? Oh, I bet <laughs> I do you an can. unbelievable Eddie Vedder. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Here that's we that's go. A little taste. Excellent. A little, a little taste for you. Do, you. do you have anything that you're really looking forward to for next year? Any cool things on the go, or <sighs> just like any? We don't want to do New Year's resolutions on this podcast, mm-hmm. but like, I want to relax next year because I did yeah. not relax at all this entire year. Mm-hmm. I I packed every day, every night with something because I thought, oh, you know, time is running out. I gotta, you know, g- time for what? I don't know. Just like for me, me we're time. all gonna die. <laughs> we're gonna die. I don't know. It's the end of the world. You know. I think just that- keep drinking your health drink. You'll do so well. Mmm, <laughs> health drink. I'm having health drink right now. Thanks, neutral vodka sodas. <laughs> A health drink is just vodka and soda it's with fruits in it. <laughs> Tell anyone there's vodka in it. They'll just think that you're being super healthy. Wow, that's a big, wow, that's a big container of, of juicy drink. Anyways, <laughs> I think this year I would like to like take a step back and just like have time to chill. I read one book this year, Ooh, and I'm super disappointed in myself that it. That's all I could do. That's all I could accomplish, mm-hmm. and that's got to get fixed. Yes. So. Yeah, I feel that time. I got mm-hmm. Outlander, one of the Outlander books out of the library, and it's this huge tome. And mm-hmm. over the summer, I read a bunch, and then my job just ramped up. I haven't read a book since, and yep. I got this book out of the library and haven't even cracked it yet. Like, yep. just Oof. nothing. I got a fast read, and I read half of it, and I had to give it back because ah! otherwise, they charge you a dollar a day. I felt such, like, such oh. a failure. A fast Thanks, library. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> library putting extra pressure. Ooh. If I just bought it, it would just sit on my shelf forever. I like the library <laughs> challenge. I <love> library. <laughs> I love library. I, uh, I also love library. I'm, just, I'm really glad that I stopped trying to do the Goodreads challenge. Because mm. I was, oh, I was yes. setting myself, I was like, no. I'll read 50 books this year. That's and then if failure. I read 42 books, I felt like a failure. Yeah. Oh, dude. No, don't just do it. Okay, so I didn't it. count this year. I read probably like 20 Maybe twenty five. Mm-hmm. I like your goal you. of I work chill out. a week. Mm-hmm. I like your goal of step back more, chill, chill out more, mm-hmm. relax more. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. I think we should end because I hear more people coming Ooh, in downstairs, okay. and I think Ooh, we have exciting. more guests coming up. Okay, Speaking we gotta more. get you back for a full episode soon because I yeah. feel like I there's way more to say. Oh, yeah. We're back. 
with Fenrir. Yeah. Hey, Fenrir. I'm here. You're here. Thanks for making this an annual tradition to come on our podcast for my birthday slash coming to my birthday party. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and bringing large sacks of kiwi fruits. Large sacks of kiwi I still have some of that kiwi jam from last year. Yep. I cracked one jar, didn't crack another jar. <laughs> I have still another it's, jar. <laughs> it's very sweet. Yeah. We don't need to add sugar to it, but we did. Because, it's all an experiment. Because we were like, this is how you make jam. You put sugar in it. And we it did like not need to. children trying to figure out how to make jam. You're like, we read articles. I think that sugar goes in this, and I put no. it in. We read articles <laughs> with science things in them that tells you, like, the science of the thing the and science why of you jam. put different things in it. Neil deGrasse Tyson's jam recipe. Yes. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Mason jar. No, that's no, not That was terrible. Get out of your own house. Tyson and Mason are totally analogous. <laughs> they are uh-huh. not, but I like it anyway. How was your year? Was it any worse or better than ours? Um, like the first part of the year, I think, was like trying to do projects with people and then not actually getting any projects done with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my house had three summers. Okay. And it was like the first summer. Yes. Yeah, so the first summer was where like things were really tumultuous and like one of my roommates sh- shattered an elbow and it was just, like this really hard time. Ooh, and then the second summer was when the the um the forest fire smoke oh yes. came here and then like everyone has breathing problems and my whole house was just like a wreck you're just all nerds with inhalers together yeah like... pretty much um and then the Mac last Club summer house. don't be I can't mean <laughs> tell the sun not to shine chris <laughs> tell me not to make fun of nerds with asthma <laughs> I'm really nerds i think i'm the only Nerd, nerd. Okay, but well, you're a pretty big nerd. So. I'm a huge nerd. Yeah. I mean, we're all nerds, but like, I'm like the the. Uh, Is I'm your asthma nerd. the worst? You're the urn. No, <laughs> actually, I have like the the most undiagnosed. No, no, I have terrible lungs. Your I lungs just have suck. like the most undiagnosed asthma of okay. anyone in the house. Well, I'm not going to put any of you into a locker or flush you down a yeah. toilet. I just will say sucks to your asthma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the fire care. smoke was not a good time. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no. I like It causes cognitive issues in me. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it causes um, me to make sentences that are questions? <laughs> yeah. Like that all the time? Oh? All of the time. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, and then the end of everything's been stressful since then. Cool. So it's been a dog shit show, basically. Oh, dog yeah. Stuff. Dog oh, you stuff. have a new dog. I have a dog. She's okay. wonderful and lovely. And she's more chill now because I've put her on a different food. But, like, it's been. <gasps> dog! Basically, stressful. like having a child, kind of. Yeah. Oh, except not quite as bad, probably. Yeah. Well, well. What kind of dog do you have? Um. <laughs> It's a dog. <laughs> they're gonna be like, okay, so it's a person who thinks they're a dog. <laughs> no, like my roommate has this dog that's from a place overseas, and and um, when you look at this dog and then you're asked to describe this dog, you're like, it looks like if a five year old drew a dog and colored it brown. <laughs> that's what this dog looks like with the floppy ears and just a basic dog face. It's just like that's a dog. dog. It's like a, a base model dog. Basic it is. Dog face. It's default dog in a three to picture three a dog. Designer. Do not change the picture. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, uh, my dog is just like if you tried to DNA match her, she would just come up as like the area 
that that she's from, which is like Southeast Asian village dog, is just what you would get. And so it's just like dog with pointy ears. <laughs> okay, okay. That's what she is. Is it a small dog or a big dog? Yeah, she's like thirty five pounds. So like okay, that's a good size. Middle middle sized dog. She sounds yeah. so cute. She's very cute. She's very very smart and learns very quickly. Um, so she's very good at a lot of things already, including jumping extremely extremely high. <laughs> Like, way too high. Like, upsettingly high. Yeah, like, you know when you go into, like, an office and You know when you see a dog counter? jumping and it's really upsetting how high they can jump? Yeah. It's just it's like that. It's actually upsetting. So, like, a, like, a, like a pony counter, like a horse-sized counter, basically. Yeah, like, like oh. there's a counter that you stand behind and it's still really tall to the person standing behind it. Yeah. She can jump up on one of those, no problem. It's very, like, that is whew, That whew. is a dog that knows how to do more things than it should. Yeah. <laughs> sure <Yep>. does. <laughs> So get into some business. So you've got you've got a dog that has been an adventure. Oh, uh, super adventure. But you survived this year. Yeah. I survived this year. It was rough. We and, all it was really yeah, rough. Gosh. Guys, it was super rough. It was a rough year. What yeah. are you what are your hopes for, for twenty eighteen? Um fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just make a fart noise super yeah. loud into the microphone and just walk out. Yeah. Well, I want to do, like have projects that actually get done. That would be nice. That I would really be cool. want to do that. You There's and I one have been that we, having like oh, a yeah. scheme. Well, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I I mentioned on the podcast that I was listening to the Adventure Zone. Oh yeah, you have. Oh yeah. And yeah. I finished because it because of when we went to sports. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. We went to oh you went to that rugby game together yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you we saw talk, the haka we talked yeah. about that on the podcast we went to the All Blacks together and you told me it's like oh but the Adventure Zone so amazing I'm like I'm just starting it yeah you're like just wait about just it just keep going just you wait and it is so great it is and I your whole body vibrated I when you said that cried <laughs> I cried hard. At the oh. end, and then the oh, after, you finished it. and then the Adventure Zone Zone after that, where oh. they talked about how it's like this is just all for our mom, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's like done. I listened like, to uh, this is a meta podcast commentary, but I listened to an interview that Travis McElroy uh, did with I can't remember who it was, but I'll, I'll I'll find the I'll find the link and I'll send it to you. And it's just like the most honest thing I've ever heard him. He's like, so here's how I'm a narcissist. And here is the experience I had with my mom's death, basically. So he, like, explains mm. his experience with it and how, it, like, it was the first thing that ever made him think that therapy was a good idea for him and stuff. And he didn't go mm. immediately, but he finally did start going recently, and it's really, really been helping him. And I think the Adventure Zone was something very therapeutic for them. Yes. And, like, being able to, like, get the whole band back together and be, like, Aww. the, like, creativity and sweetness of their mother comes through in it, I think. It just yeah. was so nice. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we've been plotting... Or actually, I've been, like, plotting since I started listening to The Adventure Zone at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. where I was like, hey, entire house that I live in, <laughs> it's hard to get us all together for a house meeting once every couple of weeks, but how about we do a and d group, because I've got a cool idea, but might not work with D&D. Um, and... And then you started listening to the Adventure Zone. I'm like, hey, do you want to do this thing? Yes. Do you want to do this thing? And so I'm just like, I want to play a game. So I want to play Monster Hearts, and I want to record that. Yeah. But I also, you have an original game. That I have an original would, game. That I would really like to. Nerd. But yeah. it's like, and we were talking about it. It's like, I want to record it all. Yeah. So that it's finished. Yeah. And then we can release it in little segments. But I, yeah. I don't want to do it as an ongoing thing. I don't want to have to. You want to do something like... Yeah, I want to do. Gesturing. Yeah, I want to do something that is fully discreet. Is the word like the, Yeah, that's fully incomplete, and we do like a campaign over a couple of weeks. Yeah, that is many hours of sessions, and we break it up into hour long chunks or whatever. Or yeah, or like how long. like 
feels storytelling. However, storytelling story <laughs> wise feels good. And then Fender and I were just like, yeah, I don't want to do something that's not produced like a radio show. I'm like, I want to produce something like a radio show. So yeah, awesome. I, I yeah, I want to radio showed up. Like, you're yeah, an yeah. amazing musician, and so Thank am I. You. And so yeah. we can totally yeah. we <laughs> work together. I've written both of you. I've written both of you into my web series as ghost musicians. <laughs> I can write you out just as easily. That's not a threat. That's just if you don't want to do it. Um, but but yeah, I wrote I wrote you in as like these little weird ghosties that live in this house and just play creepy music all the time. Oh, yeah, so you're on the that's, that's the who I am. You're on the yeah in my core. Yeah, I'm only gonna do this if I can do it so that I pay you guys like the basic Aww. minimum performer Aww. wage. So yeah, so okay. if I if I if I get the pilot together, then I'll be knocking on your door. So that's so, one of my goals for 2018. Yeah. Nice. Projects. I want to be in projects. 2018 projects. projects. These so, are projects. So we had we had relax and projects. So ah. two different some for, not mutually exclusive. Not man. mutually no. exclusive. Building in relax. This is something that I need to learn to do, which is just rest while I'm doing things. Like yeah. take a break because yes. I think I have to finish things before I can really take a break. Right. And then I just want to keep being on break. Because doing the things is so stressful. Oh. But if I figure out how to implement breaks within projects, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to be fucking a cruising, my nice. dudes. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. I nice. will be cruising. Nice, 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 yeah. nice, nice. Thank you, Fenrir. I'm really yeah. excited to maybe get to do, do some... Do a thing. I shouldn't do. say yeah. maybe get to do a thing. I would like to do that thing. We should thing. do the thing. No. Let's I, do the thing. And if, you're, if your sense. housemates are, are going to play... But I kind of want to no. also be a character, too. No, my, my housemates are too busy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we'll find some people to oh, do yeah. the find thing. People. I bet you I know some people who would be really in, invested oh, yeah. in doing this. Who really want to do this thing that is in my brain that starts with basically a magical fight on a yeah, sky people train. With, on a sky train. <laughs> people with really good radio <laughs> voices trans- to do this. Yes, and oh, it's yeah. so, you were saying it's Tessa urban. Lose her shit it's urban fantasy. She'd be super sort of, good at it. It's oh, yeah. urban fantasy, it's like, like, goth. The gnomes are your baristas, and witches tend to work in IT and stuff like that. That tracks with what I understand to be <laughs> everything <Yes>. that's real. <laughs> I'm very excited exactly. about this. That sounds so wonderful. It's very, like, direct parallels to, like, real life, but, like, but magic is... Totally I, I bet there. you I could help you guys put together a team of like a hundred percent queer weirdos. Queer oh yeah, weirdos, that's if you want. Ex- yeah, because because like that's what I want. I that's have, all I want. Yeah, but everybody who's like real good on the mic. Yeah, whenever I have a project, it's mostly just like I really like this one type of media, but I want a queer version of it, <laughs> and that doesn't exist. And everyone I know is queer, so I have to make. So it. I have to make it. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Let's all do it. Let's make the weird yeah. stuff. The queer stuff. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. It's Hillary! Hillary's here! Hi! Hi. It's me, Hillary. (laughs) Hi, it's me, Hillary. I'm wearing a cool sweater. Yeah, that's how I talk. That's my impression of you. She took my theme. Did we even talk about how the theme of my party was Huga? Huga and Giselig. And I want everyone to bring, like, candles and then wear their coziest shit. Hillary brought me a jar full, like a giant pickle jar full of string lights that she can control with a remote control <laughs> and wore the most beautiful sweater flecked with gold and the fuzziest socks ever, and I just love how... I am bound by the girl code to let you know that the sweater has pockets. <laughs> it doesn't. You've been hiding a tiny, tiny bottle of gin in it all night. No, I drank the gin. The I gin drank, is in you now. I drank an entire half bottle of gin, i.e. a single ounce. Yeah, a half, because it was a two ounce A half bottle. tiny airplane-sized <laughs> bottle of gin, which I've been saving for you. Because I drank the first ounce the last time I was here and for reader, a party. And reader, she's fucked up. <laughs> she's off her tits. 
How many people are reading your podcast at this point? Uh, we don't actually have it transcribed. I'm so sorry to anyone who is uh, hearing impaired. <laughs> well, but they don't know because they, they can't hear this. Wow. Wow. Katie. Things took a terrible turn. I blame Katie. Uh, if I, if we actually had like a listenership, I probably would transcribe this podcast. Oh, let's also update um, everyone listening at home mm-hmm. with the fact that I'm also wearing extremely fuzzy socks. I brought extra special socks to change into after I got here. They match your actual socks that you're wearing yeah. underneath them. <laughs> no, I took those socks off so that the extremely soft fuzzy parts could be touching my skin for extra oh, comfort. nice. I just wanted everyone to feel so cozy and cuddly. I'm like I a felt, bit too cozy. I felt so comfortable that I just spilled a bunch of curry down the front of me and then you had to wash my dress for me. And then I gave you a new dress. Yeah. And I look great. Yeah, you do look great. I would buy you a green dress, but not no, a real only green a black, dress that's cool. only a black dress because that's what you can spill curry on, and it's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping that that doesn't have, like, a terrible grease stain on it now. <laughs> well, it's in my dryer, so now my dryer has grease in it. Oh. oh. You're fine. I rinsed it pretty good. You washed it with some food. That's specifically against the instructions of dryers, P.S. I love that they tell you not to wash or dry anything that's ever had any oil touch it, and I'm like, what do you think you're for? <laughs> like, what is your... Guess how greasy my body is. <laughs> like, I don't know Plenty, what you think that the purpose of these machines um, is oh, due. Mm, okay. <laughs> so how is your 2017? Um, well, uh, a lot. I don't know. I feel like the TLDR is good. The uh, behind that is like, wow, a lot. <laughs> um, overall, <laughs> overall, good. Good. Better than but, last year? Um, I don't remember last year. <laughs> so You know what? I fucking don't either. So <laughs> I mean, fair question, but when you asked me that, I was like, my mind just went blank, and I was like, just like I could, heard I, buzzing. <laughs> I could imagine the numerals 2016, and like, that's all I got. I was like, well, I actually it's just like know. the sound of know. like trying to find a radio station and yeah. not finding it. So <laughs> I'm sure that it was a year, um, and I had it. and you had it. And you were uh, there. Yeah. So this year has had a lot of a lot of like upheaval and chaos uh-huh. uh, in like most areas of my life. Uh-huh. Mm, so that's been good. It's been like Sometimes mostly change is good. Yeah. It's been generally changes that are overall and in the end good but wow friends change is fucking hard and it's so tiring yeah so and you're not allowed to just sleep 15 hours a day it turns out uh no i mean technically there's no law but yeah but there are some secret police enforcing this and they yeah. live inside my own brain for me it's <laughs> they capitalism will never let me sleep but it is capitalism <laughs> those are the capitalism yeah, is the so, secret police i don't know i moved twice Oof. Um, Marone. You yeah. moved into a really lovely place mm-hmm. and then had to leave the place. I mean, I had to, because it was a sublet. And I moved into another lovely place, but mm-hmm. the difference is that, like, in the summer, I. This summer, I really felt like, yeah, I've got it all together. I've figured out support and, like, support systems and structures that really work for me. And everything was going so great. And then it was August, and it was like, whoosh, and, like, ripped the carpet out and was like, well, it's fine. I'll just change how everything is at work and also move into a completely new place. And also, it was just, like, a lot of mm-hmm. things. Um, but, yeah. I think everything has been moving in good directions. But it's the just, movement is painful. Yes. The movement, and it's also one of those, like, I... So often I'm like, 
why am I always picking the choices where I'm like, so I don't seem to have any uh, models to look at or uh, ways that I know that other people have done this thing. Great, I guess you I'm just... choosing your own path yeah. like a weirdo. Choose I know, what the adventure. fuck is my problem? You keep, it's... you keep flipping to page 92 I know. and everyone else flips to page 84. I know, I'm just more like, wouldn't it be more fun if we just wrote our own story on paper outside the book? And then I'm like, wow, thinking is hard. Well, there are no resources for this path. <laughs> yeah, basically, yes. Um, oh so, God. yeah, that's how my life has been. To be a trailblazer, this... it can be a lonely time. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, so, yeah, this year and last year, and just, it's been ongoing. But there's also good things. Uh, I have a one-year anniversary coming up on Thursday. Ooh. Yeah. Who is super cool, past guest, Ray. Yeah. And I have a big in love with them. They're very um, cool. Yeah. And it's really, really nice. That relationship is going extremely well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like... The nicest, healthiest, bestest relationship probably Aww. I've ever had. Aww. No and shock, though. What a special person both of you are. Yeah. And it's just, it's, so that's, like, the major highlight of the past year. And, like, the thing that has made all In of Cyprus. the... Yeah. They have a really good dog. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, my relationship with them has is definitely the thing that has made all of the upheaval and stress of the past year a lot easier and more bearable. Um, my relationship with Ellsworth's going really well, but there's a lot of like, I know distance is fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, long distance shit sucks. Yeah. And it's just one of those relationships that's always going to be long distance. And so it's another one of those things that it's like hard to have models for that because yeah. I feel like I know lots of people who've had very successful long distance relationships, but they have always been long distance as a phase yeah. to, to, to be endured yeah. until you like are no distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that's uh, that's doing its own thing, um, but it's still really good. It's just like again, I picked the thing with no instruction manual. Growth and change and learning yeah. is hard. Yeah, but all in all, I would say uh, the short answer is 2017. Pretty good. The long answer is like fucking 2017, man. What the fuck? <laughs> We had a lot, and of then incredible. like, and then like six more paragraphs. Probably, yeah. We had a lot of like many interactions of just like everything is awful, and then be like, let's be awesome about all the things that we're awesome about, and then let uh, it just there was a yeah. lot of dips and dives. Chris and, and I have been uh, work pals for over a year now, mm-hmm. so we've been work pals the entirety of 2017. Holy shit! And yeah, uh, there's definitely been a lot of treading water the past few months of like let's fix everything is changing and new Try and difficult and die. and uh, changing again and uh, we just figured it out at and, least we can commiserate yeah. a lot where you know this past week we were just like retrograde <laughs> fucking retrograde so hard every three times a year you fuck me <laughs> oh my god please please rewrite that as a song retrograde retrograde you make you look happy to fuck me <laughs> yeah anyway. so anyways I uh, read some cards last week <gasps> that was pretty good so nice yeah um uh, this you podcast pro- does your, did your when card, will does this episode say? come out this is gonna come out on boxing day alright then I can tell you that I've made some pretty cute presents <laughs> for my sweetheart oh my uh, yeah 
including... But not limited to. Get this. Uh, Ray, if I haven't given you a present yet, turn off the sound. I don't think Ray's listening to this. You know, I don't think they are either, but I'm just trying to... Ray! Ray! (laughs) Do what you must do. Cypress, you're a good boy. Um... (laughs) <laughs> no, I sewed them um, a like plushy stuffed whale. Oh! Because one of their nicknames for me is Toy Whale. Toy Whale. <laughs> it was through like through like some series of autocorrect um, like <laughs> substitutions. I forget even how it happened, but then it it just stuck. So you know that really really cute whale emoji. Yes. yes. It's like th- that's me. Yes, that tracks. That tracks. So I sewed one out of um, out of minky fabric. So it's a minky whale. Oh, minky whale! Oh my god! Okay, so I was thinking about you last week because we went to Chris and I and uh, past guests on this episode, Aaron. uh, Mm -hmm. We and uh, past guest Allison, who's not at this episode, we went to the press box and did karaoke, and we were very wasted. Uh, and I got hit on by a guy whose name I kept remembering is Pancake. And I was like, <laughs> so I was thinking, stack of pancakes. <laughs> that's me. That's my body then, type. I know. Stack of stack pancakes. Of, I know. That's why I thought of it. It's because yeah. you were like, I'm a stack of pancakes. That's and so, true. but his name I was don't actually. Talk like that, though. Horseshit. Uh, his, <laughs> his name was Flapjack. <laughs> I got confused. Which and is he's better. Like, he's like, hey, I like your voice. You got a beautiful singing voice. My name's Flapjack. I'd like to take you out. <laughs> I just played him off. I hugged him, though. He was really cute. He was like a cute fella. <laughs> I had a good time. That, I wish that you could let Flapjack take you out so that you could have some... I, I wish Flapjack could take me to the fucking uh, Moulin Rouge, but it's not there anymore. Yeah. I'm so sad. Yeah. I want Flapjack to take me to a diner. Well, there's still time. There's still time. There's we still can time. always go back to the press box. I mean, Flapjack <laughs> is probably there right now. <laughs> I mean... 2018. You're a Flapjack. <laughs> You're being a stack of pancakes. I mean, I'm holding steady, so... Do you have anything that you're looking forward to for 2018? No. (laughs) (laughs) But just, like, in terms of, like, I don't know, anything you're looking for? Just, like, anything? (laughs) Continuing to breathe? Okay, sorry. (laughs) I... Okay. In therapy on Friday... We did a future, like, thinking about the future exercise. That's what I'm trying to do Because we had a... Well, they asked me recently, they're like, yeah, so, you know, like, what kind of plans or hopes or dreams do you have for the, or goals do you have for the future? And I was like, uh, oh, I guess I haven't done that. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, interesting that I have not, uh, looked forward. So yeah, um, I'm figuring that out. I drew a very, uh, abstract picture with pencil crayons at my therapy point. Who had its dignity? (laughs) It's dignity. I don't think any of them were dignity, but it's unclear because some of them we were not sure what they were. So, um, I don't know. Some amorphous blobs. I'm uh, onwards and, uh, outwards. Hopefully you'll keep to your own motto where it's like, today, don't die. Don't kill yourself. Yeah. Uh, I have an, I have an inspirational poster that's just my face staring off into the middle of the middle distance, then on top of my face it says, every day, don't kill yourself. It's, it's a really can, important motto, it's honestly. All we, it's all we can hope for. for yeah, the it's next my inspirational slogan. I've been lucky that I haven't been feeling uh, particularly suicidal idiot over the last year, although I would be like, I wonder. 
how bad it would be to be dead. It might be okay. I haven't wanted to die. I've just wanted to not be alive. But like exactly. specifically, I didn't want to be dead. Just like, what if I just weren't alive for what if a while? I, what if wow, I was just being alive a, is a lot. In a coma or something yeah, for a bit of time. Yeah, I just wanted to like, pause for a bit. So This is my feeling. Is like, I, it's sad that there's not that option to mm-hmm. just like hit pause for like two weeks. Let's take two weeks of vacation and just have a little coma. And then someone pointed out to me, would it even be two weeks? Because how is time? And I was like, you know what? Don't take this away from me. Don't <laughs> shut your shut your butt. Don't take, okay, don't, shut your butt. Don't take this. Um, away. So apparently we all just need to like go to Mexico. Go girls. to Mexico, girls. <laughs> get some margaritas. Get a green bag. But um, what you were saying that in therapy, in therapy, being asked to make goals or like, what are your goals? What are your plans? Because uh, if someone asked me that, I'd be like, oh shit. Because I was like, well, I, I do stand up comedy. Like, well, do you want to be a famous stand up comedian? I was like. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Luckily, do you want to be on TV? Ugh. Luckily, I have a really great therapist who is also like, cool, but let's also like dismantle all ableist notions of what goals are. <laughs> because my therapist is a dream. So nice. What a dream. Yep. What a perfect, oh, what a perfect yep. baby. It's so good. good. It's good. That's so great. Good. So, yeah. Um, but things I'm, that are happening so are I, I try to do like around end of the year, New Year's, like do relationship check-ins with some of the important relationships in my life just to be like, hey, how did the year go? What was good? What was bad? What? Are, how are things right now? What are our, like, what are our hopes and thoughts and feelings and stuff for the next year? So we know that about mm-hmm. each other. Um, so that's my very short-term thing. And then, you know, more nesting. Um, that's good. Are you, figuring you... out, like, good things at my job, figuring out, like, just ways to make that smooth and good yeah. and sustainable. You like the mm-hmm. place you're, you moved into or? Yeah. Um, you made a beautiful house since yeah. last. You painted it and it's all pretty. You don't I have, have those terrible neighbors anymore. No. That used to yell outside your window oh, all the time. Oh no, I do not. It's great. Um, In terms of not having yelling neighbors, it's <laughs> like 100% better. And uh, I have 14 potted plants in my room. So That's incredible. Nice. I cannot keep plants alive. Uh I love it. Hillary is a fucking green thumb wizard. I I have Googled a lot about plants. That's (laughs) That's mainly what I've done. And I pick plants that are hard to kill. Spider plants. (laughs) Yeah, I got one of those. Yeah, they're great. Those Those are good. They are very hard to kill. I have a spider plant, a calanchoe that I took from work because uh, the one we had turned out to be three, trying to live in the same pot and it wasn't going well for them. Um, I got a ZZ plant and a snake plant and an aloe. I want an aloe too. And uh, um, two. What are those ones called? You got any succulents? Uh, the, the, the the aloe is, is a succulent. The aloe is a succulent. I mean, if you think about it, the jade is also it's, technically it's a quite succulent. succulent. <laughs> I have three African violets or relatives of the genre, and one uh, viney type plant that grows really fast cool. that my ex-housemate gave to me. I just replanted it I... and made a sweet, sweet macrame hanger from scratch I with saw... no pattern. What? So. Yep, I'll show you pictures when we're done. Holy was that shit. the thing you were working on in the hallway and then the cat undid it? Yeah. Well, it didn't undo it. I was just like, right, you can only work on macrame in the hallway until the cat finds you. Yes. <laughs> and then you gotta move to your room. That sounds so like more... terror. It's like, I'm working on the macrame until the cat finds me. <laughs> So don't do macrame around cats. Uh, check in with your relationships. Um, set goals in a non-ableist way. Um, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. And, uh, you know, my, my main slogan is fucking up with integrity. So I'm going to yeah, just try I'm, to continue to do that. And every day, don't kill yourself. Every day, don't kill yourself. Don't do it. Yeah, thanks. Nice.
Hello. <laughs> I didn't save it for the podcast. We were just talking about how my idea for like a buffet salad spread was a good one. It is. I'm eating some of it right now. It's tasty. I yeah. had to stop and put it down so we could record again. Yeah. I'm furious. I mean, we've already <laughs> we've already like done our time, but now I just have so many really lovely, awesome people in my house that I just want like come up for five minutes. I swear. Hey, we used to do hour and a half episodes. We've done some two hour episodes. Oh my goodness. No one's gonna fucking Marathon. send us to podcast jail. Yeah. We do long. It's our. It's up to no podcast, please. Well, there probably should be. Let's be honest. <laughs> we should we should have gone to jail a long time ago. Oh boy, mm-hmm. they should put us away for a long time. Well, but it's I'm, a beautiful birthday party. Thank I'm you. Happy to be here. I I honestly, you were just like, oh, your smile is so big. I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is the happiest I felt in a very long time. Oh, I'm so glad. And it was because two reasons. <laughs> a, Katie being like, I will take care of all the things. Thank God for so friends. So she, she cooked two, you gotta have friends. a <laughs> vegetarian and vegan curry for everybody and did all my dishes. Oh, wow. Which is amazing, which I wasn't even planning to do, but they were just there. I'm like, I'm going to do some dishes, and but first I'm going to do this. And Katie just did them while I was doing the <laughs> other sneaky. thing. Like, Next I'm level friendship. Sneaky. Yeah, like what a fucking gem. <laughs> yeah. And so it's I just... how I manage my social anxiety <laughs> is by <laughs> doing do chores. Dishes. Just doing chores. <laughs> so I, I just felt extremely well taken care of. And then I also like... I knew that, like, all I want to do is isolate myself when I'm stressed mm, out. Yep, I just want to be by myself. It's mm-hmm. my only child business. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to be alone. I'm like, no. I refuse. I'm going to go against that. I know that I feel better. Yeah. I'm an only child, but I'm an extrovert, so yeah. I need to regenerate by, like, being with people. Yeah, totally. And so I'm going to invite all these people over, and then I'm going to isolate myself up here in the studio. There you go. To have <laughs> well, yeah, your party's hookah-themed, as, as our episodes have mostly been for the last yeah, several weeks. Yeah, everything's cozy. The whole living room is just lit with beautiful candles, mm-hmm. and everyone's playing music. My roommate's leading everyone in a jam downstairs. <laughs> it's very sweet. It's great. And I'm it's a just, great party. It's very it nice and chill, and it's always kind of the right amount of people are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's feels very like quaint. It. it smells lovely down there. Yeah, the there's someone. Someone brought me a really nice scented candle that, like, Ew. I think is a good scent. Yeah, they I don't like make it. very many nice smelling scented yeah. candles. I think. And it's one with an X wick made of wood. <gasps> so it crackles. Oh, it crackles. Yes. Oh, I love the those. Yes. They actually they have them. They ha- if you can find them unscented in the dollar store, like they're pretty decent, but the scented ones stink, right? Like they're gonna. I got a purple yeah. one for Tessa. Here's the thing: she forgot to blow it out all night Ooh. and left it, and it just didn't evaporate at all. Like it's just all the wax just stayed melted. I blew it out, and then the whole candle is still there. It burned all night. Hmm. It's so weird. It was like a weird, like self perpetuating candle. Hmm. Thanks, dollar store. Yeah. <laughs> what weird magics do you hold? <laughs> But, so, that was all a very extremely long rambling thing to say. I'm really glad you're here, Karina. <laughs> Karina's here. Thank you. Because I cast the net extremely wide on, like, friends to invite. I'm just like, I want everyone to have the option to come, and whoever comes, it's It will be, be cool. great. And I'm really happy to see you. It's been a really yeah. long time. How I'm are you doing? Happy to be. Um, well, I, th- I think I'd probably be on theme in terms of what you're saying. Um, people's years were you were saying they're, they're bad. Kind of, they've been bad. They're yeah. bad. Yeah. So I definitely feel the same way. There's been a lot of isolating, and I similarly need to be around the humans to get re-energized. So <laughs> it's so much easier to not do it and just stay home. So much easier. So I started by you know doing my cook my baking therapy, and I made gingerbread vegan cupcakes, and I brought some. Thank you for cupcakes. Yay. Um and. Uh, 
debated just staying in a blanket and pajamas, but um, here but I am. But you got gussied up. You look like a million bucks, and Thank here you, you are. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. But, in your yeah. wine-colored French lace top. Oh my goodness. You're telling them what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> well, only if they've heard this episode by the time you leave tonight. Is that going to be dangerous go. for no. you? I think I'm going to be okay. Think yeah, I'm this be okay. doesn't come out till Boxing Day, so you're yeah. safe. So, but don't come back wearing this on New Year's. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I will not. So um, much murder. So no, 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 so. no, no nobody, nobody gets I killed. like n- none of the killing. <laughs> yeah, that um, hasn't happened yet. I a I'm sorry. Terrified. Twenty seventeen's been kind of <laughs> fucked up, guys. So on that note, mm-hmm. the last time I was here, we had spoken about some some hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, Tracy Morrison had just died, and that was that was kind of like the beginning of like essentially like five months worth of just grief and loss and pain and challenges. Uh, you know, I, I think I, after that, I witnessed many ODs and attended mm-hmm. to many ODs. Um, I, uh, we lost a colleague last month, um, mm. and we recently found out he had killed himself. So that's been super fucked up. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, we've gone through job fairs and redesigns and job insecurity to job security and family in the hospital and people losing family. Just... It felt. It feels like it has not stopped. Um, so I, I'm very happy to to see 2017 take a hike. See fuck the off. ass end. Of 2017. Get yeah. the fuck out. Yes. Get it. Get So yeah, looking forward to um, looking back. Looking forward to looking back. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting Thank it. Thank you. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was the theme of my yearbook in grade ten. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's junior secondary, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So so I don't know what other people are looking forward to, but um I'm looking forward to job security. That feels like a very Is that something thing. that is coming that is This in is the place? first time I've ever had a permanent job. It is a difference. It is, it is a, difference. a huge difference. This isn't the yeah. first time I've had one, but it was the first I worked temporarily for the place I work for like five years mm-hmm. before I got a permanent job. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's been a lot of contracts and just... Yeah, you, once you got that though you want to just get your shit hooks in there and just like mm-hmm. never let go and uh, and they will drag you kicking and screaming if they have to. Hopefully is... I'll just move around before that happens exactly. Yeah. But, um... within, within like a particular organization it's nice that you can stay in it and then you can apply to all the internal jobs. That's exactly. the that's the best yeah. shit. Lateral moves sometimes are so up. Like they just, just take off into the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, it's the same job but it's in a different department and it can just be like the most... I oh my god, downstairs. they're singing no, Four on Blondes downstairs. I'm really upset that I'm not amazing. there for you. <laughs> What's going on? I'm that's furious so that they didn't wait for me. I'm really good at singing this Okay, song. think of play it again. Think of play it again. Yeah. I um, think that's illegal. I think that's illegal. <laughs> Only if you do once that, Linda Perry night. comes to your house and she kicks you in the dick. <laughs> wow. I guess I'm all right, though. <laughs> yeah, we should also kick you in the box. Whatever. Um, so you're looking forward to job security? I have, yeah. Job security's great. It's going to be great. I also have, like, different parts of my job that I'm looking forward to I guess to coordinate women's night at the clinic so that means that I get to just have a bit more of a management role um, where yes. I am and actually kind of make the women's clinic more and of what I'd like to see it use be. the experience <laughs> that you've had working with women to be like this totally. is actually what people have been telling me they want right? <laughs> it's hey. like listening to the people we serve is useful exactly and so <laughs> none of I'm the only person that has that kind of experience stepping in oh. other than maybe like one other person who just tired on so it's oh, it's going to be exciting to see that move in a, in a better direction so that the women that I hope can access care and would like to access care but don't because of stigma or 
yeah, just should that care. Can get care. Get that care. <laughs> so I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm not looking forward to, to leaving um, the Rainier because it is very mm-hmm. close to my heart. Um, and I love the women that I work with, but um, I will hopefully still see them as often as I can. Um, I'm not looking forward to working with more male folk <laughs> it's, I'll deal I'll isn't deal. that what we all don't want to <laughs> yeah. do as much yeah. as possible yeah the Rainier for me was such a great place where I'm like all my staff and all my colleagues and all my clients are all women I love it and it's very love complicated so at times but fuck was it good so yeah, good but there's the complexities have, with women are easier to navigate but yeah we could have some really good times to just like let's just hash it out right here let's just have a cry about it and hug <laughs> That was just a callback to an earlier segment we did. So that was important to me, and I'm hoping that you can find some similar emotional intelligence in your new team (laughs) for 2018 as well. Yeah, hopefully, if there are any men who are not woke or whatever woke, whatever (sighs) word you would like to use, all the men I work with. (laughs) Sure, hopefully they will be uh, absorbing your good influence through That's, mentoring and all those kinds of well, things. Well, I think part of the job is I've put forward some gender and health topics as oh. education. And she's like, Karina, I, look I made a portfolio of all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> and she's like, so I've gone through this. And what I'd like to see you do is like a trauma-informed practice with sex workers for the clinic. And I'm like, I'm actually going to cry. <laughs> like, seriously, I can do this? She's like, I'd love you too. And I'm like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so many people would say that, that that was the thing that they desperately wanted to do with their lives. And I'm very grateful that you exist in the world and want to do yes. that very fucking because important Because that's so work. necessary because sex workers are so, like, they need medical care. They work they're so, so hard. They're, so they hard. work so hard. And they're so fucking discriminated against yeah. in every health setting so that you are then internally, like, making that yeah. They do customer service, which is as soul-crushing as it always is, and it's more dangerous to them physically. Exactly. Like, we should give them respect, not exactly. our, like, so, denigration. Fuck yeah. off. Like, yeah. So I've already tried to talk about this stuff a bit with my team. It kind of goes over like a lead balloon. They're like, why wouldn't we chart that they're a sex worker? Why wouldn't we touch, test them every time for HIV when we see them? Like, because that's not what they've asked for. <laughs> and you're not doing that for everyone. <laughs> you're stigmatizing them over and over again. They're like... Yeah. Ah, uh, but that's poor if, medicine. If, if every time I wanted to go to a doctor, they were like, I'm going to test you for HIV, I would be like, "There, I don't have HIV. They'd be like, well, we have to test you for it. I would be pretty fucking pissed off. Right, yeah. yeah. Or totally. if they were like, we're going to have to test you for pregnancy, I'd be like, that's weird, because... <laughs> I came in for a cold. I don't know what's going on. Well, yeah, but it's also like, <laughs> I know for a fact that that is not possible. They're like, well, we still have to test you. I was like, well, fuck you. Like, I know my health better than you do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So exactly. I don't think... And we can't do that with people who are working in a vulnerable job like mm-hmm. that's already tough enough yeah be nice so i will not solve all the things but i am excited but you will solve some of the 2018 <laughs> solve some of the things yeah. <laughs> how about how best. about anything is better than obsessing over things and not actually accomplishing things like doing a little bit is better than doing nothing uh, until you're mm-hmm. ready to do something perfect there you go. Do a little bit. Fuck perfectionism. Do a little bit of that thing you do. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Karina, thank you so much for thank joining you. us. What is I really, lovely. 2018, do Ooh, a little bit more. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs>